0: Whose world is this? It's Frida's World. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and Ratzy at the same time. You clash it. Like you love church music, but you f with future. That's it. It's Frida's World. Welcome back, everyone, to Frida's World Relaunch. Today is December 1st, and for those of you who've been following us on social media, you know that today is relaunch day. Frida's World is back, guys. It's been a while. I know that some of you guys are low-key angry, low-key upset. You feel like I've abandoned you, but that is not the case. For those of you who have been tuning into Frida's World for the last, what, four years now, you know that mental health is something that is heavily pushed on this platform. Protecting your peace is something we talk about all the time. And at the time when we were supposed to take a two-week break... (laughs) Last year with Frida's World, there was just so many things going on. So many things were happening and two weeks turned into literally a year break. And to be very honest with you all, I wasn't sure if Frida's World was going to come back because I didn't know if I had the capacity to really move forward with this platform. But after, you know, months of just prayer and just, you know, meditation, talking to friends and family and supporters of Frida's World, I realized that Frida's World is needed. It's needed for me because this is my form of therapy sometimes, but it's also needed for you all, right? Because we have been navigating this workplace life. We've been navigating being a professional working woman of color For the last four years, we've been navigating this life together and we have helped each other so much. You guys have helped me and I know that I have been able to help some of you based on feedback that I've gotten. And so now that we are in this weird space, right, like the workplace is a weird space right now. There's hybrid, there's fully remote, there's back to the office, but, you know, funny restrictions. This is the, like, we we need Frida's World to talk about this stuff because there is a lot of stuff going on in the workplace, um, you know, and I have to put that in some type of quotation marks because the workplace means so many different things right now. And I think that, you know, before pre-pandemic, we engaged in a lot of conversations around... You know, knowing your worth and standing up for yourself and dealing with microaggressions and, and how, you know, how can we make ourselves more visible in the workplace? You know, and, and that conversation was needed because we, you know, we were talking about how we were showing up in a physical workplace, right? Now, many of us are not in a physical workplace. We are in a virtual workplace. You know, for people like me, I was hired in the middle of this pandemic. And so, I have been working remote since then. And I do not have any real relationships with coworkers, colleagues. In fact, I've only met my supervisor on one and a half occasions. And so, You know, under, like, how do you navigate that, right? How do you navigate that this work relationship when you actually don't know your coworkers and you do not engage with them in person and your only engagement has been virtually, right? Like, how does that happen? You know, when we talk about microaggressions and things of that nature, how are they showing up through this virtual world? And then how are we then able to respond? in this virtual world? How do we ensure our visibility when women of color, especially black women, have been invisible for so long? Now we're remote, like how does that affect that? So there's so many things that we need to talk about and that we need to navigate together. And I am here for it. And we have a whole slew of amazing guests that are going to talk about these very issues from HR professionals, diversity and inclusion professionals, mental health professionals, life coaches. We have a lot in store for you guys this, you know, this 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 next quarter that's coming up is going to be on fire. I'm excited. I'm excited to have these conversations because they're very needed. And I know that there are many other platforms that are addressing these issues. But, you know, nobody does it like Frida's World. <laughs> nobody does it like Rita. <laughs> so, I, you know, I definitely listen to these other platforms. But you know that we put a little bit of a spin and flare on things over here. Um, But I'm really, really excited. So I guess a little update, you know, on on me, you know, when, what is it? Prior to or right before the Frida's World hiatus, (laughs) I was only a month into a new job. You know, remember I was... I was furloughed and then laid off, you know, for a good 7 months, right? Uh due to the pandemic because I was working in the hotel industry as an attorney and director of human resources. And the hotel industry, you know, has still not bounced back. And so they had to let a lot of us go. And if you guys remember when I started that job because you guys were there for that journey as well too, um, It was a position that was actually created for me. And so when this pandemic hit and they had to do cutbacks, it was very easy for them to eliminate my position because it was a newly created position. And to be very honest, even till this day, I am still very bitter about it. I'm still very bitter about the process at times and how things went down because, you know, I left a very secure union job to, you know, explore and uh, you know, my horizons, right? To expand. And I jumped ship and thought that I was on the path to greatness. You know, the money potential was almost like limitless, you know, um, you know, just just professional development and growth was was, there was no limit to it with this new organization. And then the pandemic hits and then it's like well you know we got to let you go and so i was i was hurt by it and there are still times that i am still you know bitter about it because i i saw where what my earning potential was going to be i saw where i could go with this with this position and it was exciting Um, but at the end of the day, everything happens for a reason, right? We always go back to that mantra here. Everything happens for a reason. God works in mysterious ways. I was, you know, I was unemployed for seven months and that was really, really hard because I was a single, I am a single mom, single parent living in New York city. Um, everything is expensive, even though you're in a global pandemic, and, you know, what I, my savings, which was supposed to help me build more wealth and obtain properties and all this, I had all these plans for the money, you know, that I had in my savings account. <laughs> and it was all gone. It was all gone. You know, I was paying Cobra, I was charging, maxing out credit cards to pay health insurance premiums, like, it was a really, really low point. And then searching for work during a global pandemic, you know, it was it was hard. But then I came across a job posting for a nonprofit organization in Brooklyn. And I did not expect that this would be the route that I was going to take, but I needed a job. And I needed something that was still challenging, and the job seemed challenging, and I accepted it in the middle of the global pandemic. and it's been a year and I'm still there and I have actually been promoted. <laughs> In the year that I have been there, I have been promoted and I have taken a real leadership stance at this, you know, organization and I actually feel valued at this organization. I feel like my opinions matter. My my opinions matter. I am listened to, I am valued. And that's a really, really great uh, feeling, to be honest. You know, being an attorney, being a black female attorney in New York City, in these markets can be very daunting. The expectation, you know, is, is, is high for you, right? And a lot of, I mean, the legal industry is not really kind. It's not very kind at all. And so to find an organization that really respects you and values your, your, um, your worth, and to have supervisors that are true supervisors, right? That that really try to pour into you, that really value you as an employee. You know, there's there's not much you can put on that, right? Like, I don't want to say it's it's you know it's priceless because everything has a price, <laughs> but it's it's very it's very warming and it helps. You know, it helps you when you're thinking about what your next steps are with with respect to career right a lot of times people jump ship and you know they they leave their institutions because they don't feel valued and they don't feel um that they're worth much and that they're contributing to the the overall you know workplace right growth of the workplace but here i do feel like i'm contributing i feel like i'm necessary i feel like i'm important and like I said, I, I've, you know, recently got a promotion and I'm excited to see where this will take me. You know, I've been in the game. I've been in the legal game for 10 years now. And so, you know, to really be recognized for your work and for your effort and for your intelligence, um, it feels amazing. So that is the update on the work front now, Like I said, I'm still working remote. At some point, I am going to be going back to the workplace a few times a week, but I'm still working remote. And there are challenges that are presented there, right? And so, you know, I definitely want to, you know, get into that, you know, throughout maybe the next couple of episodes. I don't want to necessarily dive into that today, but there are challenges in being remote. And I, you know, very early on, In my in my uh, position, I felt like I was already dealing with microaggressions from certain staff members and I had to put them in place. I had to put these people in their place. I had to remember who I was, even though I was very new to this organization. I did not let that deter me from standing up for myself because I realized over the years that. Yes, you know, there is this angry black woman idea that's floating around. There is this concept, this notion that black women are overly aggressive and overly sensitive and all this other stuff. But as the years have gone by... I feel like I have become much stronger and much more confident in who I am as a professional working individual. You know, in my personal life and outside of work, you know, I have a lot of things, I have a lot of work to do. <laughs> I am still, you know, not as strong and confident in certain aspects of my life, but I'm working on it. But as a professional working woman, I think that I've gotten to a point where I am confident in who I am. I am, I am strong and I do not allow myself to be pushed around. I do not allow myself to be taken advantage of. And I have learned to speak up. I have found my voice when it comes to the workplace And it's not something that happened overnight. It's not something that I was, you know, that I just came in swinging. It took years. It took years of being knocked down. It took years of being pushed aside for me to decide that enough is enough and that I had nothing to lose, right? Because at the end of the day, you know, you can get fired for any reason, you know, employers will find any reason to get rid of you. So, I mean... Let me move forward with integrity. Let me move forward with dignity and let me move forward in in my work, in my career um, as somebody who's comfortable in who I am and who's proud of who I am and the woman that I've that I'm becoming. Um, But I have experienced, you know, microaggressions already (laughs) at this workplace. Um, And I've had I've had to put my foot down and I've had to stand up for myself and it's something that I'm going to continue, you know, that I'm going to have to continue to do because at the end of the day, when you're dealing with work, uh, with, with the workplace, when you're dealing with employees, especially when you're dealing with a workforce who really doesn't know who you are, they, they don't know me. They don't know my mannerisms. They don't know how I move. They only know what I allow them to know through, teams messenger (laughs) through zoom calls and through email they don't you know it's 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 really a different world and so um i feel like microaggressions and, and the passive aggressiveness and, and the things that we've dealt with in person. I, I feel like it's almost magnified um with this virtual working experience, right? And I think that now more than ever, we really have to hone in and figure out, you know, how how we need to show up in the workplace because Email communications and messaging has always been very tricky, right? You can sound more aggressive than you need to over an email. You can sound, you know, overly sensitive. You can really misconstrue things via email and, and chat, right? Um, that's a, even in your personal life. You know, there are certain things that you need to communicate in person because if you do it over the internet, you know, the, the internet over email it can escalate and become something major and so what i've been learning you know over the course of this last year is really how to present myself <laughs> appropriately via email communications and via chat communications. You know, how do I make sure that I am being professional and not coming off as aggressive? Because if we're honest, some of us, do come off aggressive over email. We come off very matter of fact. We come off very, you know, very, very strict over email and messenger. And because, you know, we're dealing with colleagues that really have no idea who we are because we've never had lunch with them. We've never had a sit down office chat with them. They don't know who we are. They don't know our how personable we can be. They don't know that... You know, if I sent an email to them today that, you know, how I came off is not who I am. They don't know that. So we have to be very careful. And I've I've realized that and I've been making changes. <laughs> I've been making changes because I've always said that I'm not the most diplomatic person via email, um, but I'm working on it. But those are some of the challenges that I have faced Um, you know, so far within the workplace, but I think that just from a lot of our talks, you know, from the beginning of Frida's world has really assisted me in being able to navigate this piece a little better. Um, but, you know, things are, things are going, things are going well, I would say, with my new job. At some, at one point, I thought that, you know what, maybe I do need to make a shift because I felt like, you know, maybe things were a little bit uh, too scattered because my role is is one more of a generalist. So I, you know, am dealing with various types of law at any given time, although I still primarily specialize in labor and employment uh, matters and human resources. I still am involved in like different aspects of law, healthcare law, housing law, construction law. So so there is a generalist aspect. And I thought that, you know, being 10 years in the game, that I would try to stay away from those those roles and kind of stick to something uh, specific because I'm getting old, guys. <laughs> My brain can't be stretched so much. I am not really a spring chicken anymore although i try to hold on to my spring chickenness i have to i have to acknowledge that my brain does not function in the way that it used to 10 years ago or 20 years ago i forget things you know grasping so many things at one time can be a little troublesome um but I know, but things have been working out, you know, out through through the you know grace of God, <laughs> trying to make sure that I stay on my devotions every day and to keep God in the middle of everything so that I don't go crazy. Um, but I am I am at a good place, and I'm excited to see where this will go, and I'm excited to see where Frida's world's going to go. You know we we have a lot in store. You know the pandemic. You know may slow certain things down in terms of our in-person events you know in-person things that that you know I think are really necessary for the brand but I don't know what the pandemic will do because apparently Omicron uh, variant is out here pop locking and dropping with us and then somebody sent me a message about Mew the Mew variant apparently is pop locking and dropping in South America and so at this point I don't really know. (laughs) I don't really know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. You know, we keep talking about the world opening up, but I, I'm not sure if that's going to happen. And with these variants coming, you know, a lot of us were slated to get back to the building, you know, in January. I don't know if we're going to be brought back to the workplace with these variants, um, hopping around. So, you know, The pandemic is affecting everything, but it's certainly affecting, you know, the workplace dynamic. And so, you know, I'm here to navigate this life with you all. I am back, you know, to really drop gems and to share information because information is key. That's really one of the only ways we'll be able to move forward. And we are really about personal and professional development here on this platform. You know, anything that can enhance our growth, both personally and professionally, we are here for. So, everyone, I just want to thank you guys for just rocking with Frida's World. And for really being an integral part of this journey. So with that being said, everyone have a great rest of your week. And I will talk to you guys next week. Whose world is this? It's Frida's world. World. What's it like? What's it like? Classy and ratchet at the same time. You clatch it. Like you love church music, but you f*** with future. That's clatch it. It's Frida's world.